Gemara Nedarim Daf Bet Amasechet is dedicated for the Hatzlaha for Miriam Bat Esther. Shakadosh Baruchu Yatsliah Darka Meyeske Lit Berkat Shel Bechek Yere Elohim Tenaten Amen. So we begin uh, today's daf rabotai on daf bet masechet nedarim mishnah. Kol kinuye nedarim kenedarim. So the masechet obviously is talking about the subject of nedarim vows. If we look at the comments of the ran. Or on the left side of the margin, Neder Hu Behat Mishne Inyanim. The Darim are one of two kinds. Im Nedre Hegdesh, Shum Magdish Lebedekabayat or the Mizbeya. That's a Neder that you vow to the Beta Mikdash or to the Mizbeya for a Korban. We're not talking about those Nedarim in this Perik. Ube Inyan Ze Enu Yachol Lehagdish Elamashu Shelo. Obviously, you can only consecrate and vow things that belong to you. Visuro kolel kol adam, and it applies to all people. Or nidre isur, which we're talking about in this perek, is called nidre isur. What does nidre isur mean? She asar al atzmo devarim mutarim. There's a piece of bread. Piece of bread you're allowed to eat. He comes along and says it's forbidden to me, like a korban, and therefore not making it. A donation to the Beit Hamikdash. He's not consecrating it to the temple. He's consecrating it to himself. And therefore, it becomes uh, isu to himself. The Torah uh, uh, gives the person an ability to make something that's permissible to, to forbid it. That's the kawah of Nedarim. Right? In that case, over there, I can forbid somebody else's assets on me. I can't consecrate his assets to the Beit Hamikdash, but I can forbid his assets. On me, or I could forbid my assets on him, although I cannot forbid his assets on himself. <laughs> Obviously, I don't have rights to do that. And that obviously there's limitations on that. This is the second type of Nidarim where you're forbidding something upon yourself. Haramim kaharamim. If you look at the next language of the Mishnah, we didn't read yet, but we'll read it now. The haramim kaharamim. Harim is also a different type of way where you're consecrating something and making it forbidden. Haynu mishum shilashun harim keshem shu kolel Normally, when you hear the word harim, it usually applies to consecrating something to the temple. However, it has a double connotation. It could also uh, mean. Uh, uh, so now you learned that the word herem, because he's asking on himself today. Hey, I just told you we're talking about the isur. And then the Mishnah uses the word haramim. Haramim sounds like we're talking about So he says, no, that word herem can go both ways. You can make something herem to the bedekabayit, you can make something herem to yourself. So you see that Mimzayin, they use the word Herem in the context of Nedre Isur. Why do you 
אבל אם אנחנו מדברים על חרמי בדר גבאי, לא שייכה בהאי מסכת, אלא בסדר קדשים. So, you want to learn about חרמי בדר גבאי, you're in the wrong מסכת, you're in the wrong, actually in the wrong סדר. <laughs> so therefore, you better make a detour to סדר קדשים. All right, that's uh, the introduction of the Ram. So the first part of the Ram basically is just telling you what are we talking about over here? Which, which type of nidari? Okay, now that we narrowed it down to nidari isur, nidari isur can be subcategorized into one of three uh, ways. Ikara nidir. We'll see what, what ikara nidir. That's, the, that's a, a, a regular, natural Torah vow. And then you have kinuis. Kinuis... Normally, uh, we say, when we use the word kinui, we use it as like a nickname. That means you use it like a, uh, uh, not the actual language of Nidarim, but using a kinui, like a nickname of Nidarim, using the, a different type of language, which also will be bound to Nidarim. And then you have what's called yadot, handles. We'll see that as well. Hanedir, hu shiyomru davar ze asur alai. That's it. Guy comes along and says, This loaf of bread over here is forbidden to me. That is a bona fide neder. Now, the Ran already uh, files an opinion here. He said, Listen, in my opinion, you don't have to actually say that this loaf of bread is forbidden to me like a korban. That means you would be matfisit bedavalachir. You would uh, uh, attach it. Uh, and compare it to something else. And of course, that would be a, that's the best way to make a nid. You know? said the word kekorban. But the Ran says, even without the word kekorban, it's still considered a nid. Not, not all the Rishonim agree with the Ran. Most of the Rishonim argue, the Rif, and they say, no, you have to have actually kekorban. Okay, fine. But the Ran is clearly uh, filing a, 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 an opinion here and saying, Ben Chit Fiso Bedavaracher, Ben Chilot Fiso Bedavaracher. Ela, the Echet Chit Fiso Bainan Chit Fisinu Bedavar Hanadur Velo Bedavar Asur. Okay, <laughs> but there's rules now. So you get into trouble when you start being Matfis, because when you start being Matfis, you have to only, only certain things are uh, Matfisable. Only things that they themselves can be. Subject to vows, like a korban. I can make a korban a vow. But if something is intrinsically asur and not subject to vows, so therefore you cannot be matfisit on something as such. You can only be matfisit on something that's also subject to vows. Like this, like a korban. Look over there, page 20. So you can only make a neder of atfasa on something that it itself is subject to kilomar shafapish neder hal belo atfasa. I just told you a second ago you don't need to do atfasa. By the way, I told you don't you don't even need a viluach. But if you're using it, you got to do it the right way. Atviluach imitfiso ba'inochit fisu b'davar nadur velo b'davar hasur chmo shekatav tisham basad. I guess that's pesiat adushmaya hilkach. Now we're talking, you said, this kikar is forbidden to me, like a korban, hayil nidre. And you know what we call that? Ve'ikar neder huze. So congratulations, you now learned what ikar neder is. Somebody asks you, what is ikar neder? You say, hare kikar ze 
asur alai. You can stop there if you want. Or you could even say asur alai ke korban, which is called hatfasa. And that is called ikar neder, which the Masechet definitely is going to be talking about. Although our Mishnah skips over ikar neder and jumps to what's called kinui neder. If you look at the first lesson of the Mishnah, called kinuye nederim. Right away it talks about the second style of nederim called kinuye nederim. And it says, by the way, a kinui neder is just like a ikar neder. And what is a kinui neder? Continue the run. No, wait, the, the, what do you call when he, when he says to compare something, so what do you mean? Like, like if he says it's like hazir? Correct. That, 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 Correct. That, that's what he means. Exactly. Already it's already hazir. Exactly. Exactly. Good example. The kinuyo. Now, what is kinui? Third line in the Quran. Who shibimakom korban yomar kunam kunah kunas sanze kanidre, which means when a person comes along and doesn't use the word korban. But he uses, I'm not going to say a slang for Qurban, but he uses like a, a nickname. We'll see where these names come from. So you say, Lechem ze alai kunam. Kunam is another word for Qurban. Or I say, kunas or kunah. Different words over there. Why didn't he use the word Qurban? Maybe he didn't. He used, he used a different lashon. So I might have said, hey, listen, once you're starting with Hatfasan, you're saying the word Qurban, it's either you say the word Qurban or you're out. No, the Mishnah says no. Even if you use the kinui, and you said, Lechem, kikar, ze adai kunam, kunah, kunas, vechod she'amar ken, if you use that terminology, hare hu asur, kilu amar korban alai kikar ze, it's like he said it. So saying kunam alai is like saying korban alai, which is just the same. Vahinu ditnan, that's what the Mishnah means. Now you learned the first line in the Mishnah. Kol kinuye nedarim kinedarim. That's what the first line of the Mishnah means. Took us a half a page around to get the first line of the Mishnah, but that's what it's saying. That any time a person says either ikar neder, meaning saying the word kikar ze asur alai ke korban, or he says kunam alai kikar ze. That's the same thing. Now ubehani kinuim. Question is, where did these kinuim come from? So he says that's actually a machloket later on as well. Page ten. Unbelievable. It's actually a language of the goyim. That's the way the goyim speak. It's not even a Hebrew uh, word. It's uh, some type of uh, uh, language of nochrim. No, rabbis made it up. Okay, so when, the, when, when, when the Amara says, hey, the rabbis made that up. They're right. Rabbis made up some things. They made, they made, they made Lashon Kinuim. Uh, and they said, by the way, if you say Kunam, Kunah, Kunas, we're going to count that uh, as well. Well, we wait, wait to that and we'll see exactly the Machlok. We're just giving you an insight over here exactly on what, uh, what the, where these came from. According to Yohanan, I understand why these Lashonot work. Because we have a rule. You can make a neder in any language. You don't have to make a neder in Hebrew. So therefore, what do I care if you made the neder and said the word korban, or you said some, uh, some foreign language word called kunam or kunah. Uh, if it means korban, um, it's fine. So I have no problem in that interpretation why the Mishnah says called kinuri darim, kinidarim. Ve'afilu l'rishlakish. And even according to the Shlakish, Named the Amar Shem Lashon Shebadu Lem Hakamim, Haregam Ken Ken Neder Gamur, Medeoraita. And if you even tell me the rabbis made them up, so what? 
if that, if that becomes a new terminology, that gives you some, some, some rules. Where, where did the language come from, by the way? Because people decided that this word is going to represent a certain uh, object, which means there's nothing, there's nothing intrinsic in language. Maybe only maybe in Lashon HaKodesh. But what we say, this is a book. Who decided this is a book? A hundred people got together and said, listen, when we say the word book, we're all going to agree that we're talking about uh, a book, okay? And that's it, they accepted it. So therefore, Hakamim now created language. And they said, listen, we're going to agree now that when you say the word kunam, it means a korban. You got to vote? Okay, 10 people voted. That's it. So then, why should, why should Lashon Nukhrim be any worse than Lashon Shibadu Hakamim? Because basically every word is Lashon Shibadu. Somebody, somebody made the word. I mean, we, the, the, word the word was not born with Webster's Dictionary telling us, uh, you know, intrinsic words. We made up words. Every word is made up. Their haskama of the hakamim to what a word is, meskamatam. Beautiful. Therefore, it's going to be deoraita. So don't think that kinui nidarim are any less than nidarim themselves. They have the same status of deoraita. Later on, we're going to see it even in this Gemara, that what? The Gemara says, why did we open up with Kinuim? Why don't you start up with, uh, you start with Kinuim, then we're going to move to Yadot. The Gemara is going to discuss that in a minute. And the Gemara says, no, because Kinuim are the Uraita. So what do you see from it? That is the Uraita, that the, the, the Mishnah did not start off with a Drabana. Uh, Alma de Alma, what do you see from here? Kinuim de Oraita le Chayuve alayu Korban. Meaning, Doraita enough that if you transgress the Nedir, you're going to have to bring a Korban of sort. The E le Lishlakish lo mechayev ale Korban. Now, because if you want to tell me that according to Lishlakish, it says, no, it's Lashon Shebadu Hachamim. It's a made up word. Therefore, it's really not Doraita. Uh, the Gemara should have then said, wait, Kinuim Doraita, that's only good if according to Rabbi Yohanan that says it's Lashon Nukhrim. But if it's Lashakish, what are you going to say? The fact that the Gemara did not mehalek between the opinions of Rabbi Yohanan and Lashakish, it sounds like according to all opinions, Ben Rabbi Yohanan that says it's Lashon Nukhrim, Ben Lashakish that says Lashon Shibadu Hachamim, it is because you don't see in any Gemara that the Gemara is mehalek between the two opinions on whether Kirim is Doraita. Implying what? When the Gemara says Kirim Doraita, it sounds like it's Doraita, Nekule Alma. Ela Vadai Mashma, Nekule Alma, Kirim Doraita. Okay. Vika le Medak. Le Rabbi Yohanan, the Malashon Nukhrim, him, Maishina, the Farish, Hanak, Lishne, the Kunam, Kunak, Kunas, the Femish, Alishne. Okay. I mean, Lashon Nukhrim now, I mean, once, once, once you get into that realm of Lashon Nukhrim, that la- foreign language, so there's probably 10,000 words in foreign language that can mean uh, Korban. Uh, by the way, sacrifice. Well, why, why did you give me these Lashonot? Kunam, Kunah, Kunas. I mean, those are three of, uh, three of, three of, three of many. So he says, Lema, just say it as a general rule. Hanoded bechol Lashon, Nidro Neder. Just say, and, and you, if you make a nidr in any language, it is considered a nidr. Why, why, why'd, you, why'd, you, why'd you pin me up against the wall and said, kunam, kunah, 
קונס, והנכון שראיתי בזה, הוא מה שפרש החכם הגדול, רבי יהודה ברבי חסדאי, ז"ל, דרבותא אשמעינא. זה חידוש, these three words. זה לא מבעה בלשונות נוכרים שהם לשונות גמורים, שנודר בהם נדרו נדר. For sure goes without saying that when you do a, any normal language that means korban, like sacrifice and things like that, for sure, goes without saying. Mishnah is saying you're hadush here. What's the hadush? She'afilu b'shorot she'enam gemurim, the hadush over here is, even in what I'm going to call slang words, that are really words that started off as Hebrew, and then the goyim uh, slanged it, and you might have thought, hey, listen, that's already corrupt. Which means, exactly. Which means you, you, you want to take a, a, a pure nukhri word, like the word sacrifice, that has nothing to do with the word korban. Okay, that doesn't derive from the word korban, no problem. But you're taking the word korban, and you're slanging it and calling it kunam, I would say, no, 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 that's corruption. That, that, that you can't do it. Either use our word the way it's supposed to be used, or don't use it. Kamash ma'alad, that even a slang of the word korban is going to be considered a word itself. Kegon, elu dekunam kunah, shalil lashon hakodesh. It's really lashon hakodesh, those words. El hashinishtabesh. They slanged it. So therefore, I would have thought that if you, the guy makes a neder using those words, because it's really not a, a, a word unto its own. But again, the answer is going to be, but that's the new word. Again, if we go back to that. Well, once that becomes the new word, so the slang becomes the word. And therefore, they didn't go according to the word. Okay, and all the more so, other lishonot that are pure words, and that's going to be uh, as well. Okay, that's the first part of the uh, of the dot. Now. If you want to just go down a little over here, Fine. These are kenuyen nedarim. Now he says viyadot nedarimu. We didn't see the Mishnah yet, but we're just going to give you terminologies. There's something that's called yadot. Maze yadot handles. Maze a handle of nedarim. Yadot nedarim. Who? Shematri b'mixat duboros shel neder. Ela sheino gomeroto. You you are. You are using a partial language of neder. Now, that's called yadot because there's two ways I can hold the vessel. Either I could pick up the whole vessel or I could pick up part of the vessel by the handle. And I pick up the part of the vessel, I pick up the, I pick up the vessel. Kabbalah is the same thing. So therefore, I can make a neder in two ways. I can make a full language neder or I can use partial language, but that'll pick up the whole neder itself. That's called a yad. That partial language, uh, like a guy that's holding a vessel yad, by the handle. And the Gemara will explain later on what is an example of a yad. So basically in this Ran over here, we have a fantastic introduction. We have number one, we have Kinui uh, Nedarim, and then we have Yadot. Now go back to the Mishnah. One finger on the Ran, one finger on the Mishnah. Okay, so therefore, anybody that makes a kinui of a neder, 
rest assured, you are making a neder, and it is the oraita. Vaharamim kaharamim. What is haramim? So these nechasim, what would be ikar herem? Ikar herem would be if a guy said, these items of mine are herem. That's the word, he used the word herem. That's, not, that's ikar herem, he used the word herem. But let's say he used the kinui for the word herem. What's the kinui for the word herem? Kirgon, he said, herek, heref, herek, so you don't only have to use the word herem, you can even use the word herek, 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 all these other words that are called kinuye, haramim. Do they have a, do they, and do they have a status of haramim? They do. That, it accomplishes the same thing. It accomplishes the same thing that that item becomes forbidden on the person. And the word herem is not only something that's used by bedekabayit. The word herem can also be used by Forbidding something upon the person himself. Now we're moving into different realms here. Ushbu'ot, kishbu'ot. Now we're talking about swears. A guy makes a swear. I swear I'm not going to eat this item. Okay, now the, the, the normal word for swear would be shivu'ah. But it can also be kinuye shivu'ah. Whatever those words are. So the hadush of the Mishnah is that kinuye shivu'ah are also considered now let's read that on. Ushvuot kishvuot. Kedomar. The kinui shivuah. Adehu kishvuah. Vehaida. Now stop over here. Now the Ran is going to get into a very, very important discussion on, which is a big, big mahluk at Ishonim. The Ran himself is sorted himself in two places. Do you need to say Hashem's name to make a shivu'ah hal. I mean, if I say, Ani nishbab Hashem Hashem, okay, Hashem Hashem Hashem, that's a shivu'ah. But if I just say shivu'ah she'lo ochal lechem, and I don't say Hashem's name, is that considered a bona fide shivu'ah or not? Umeha shama'ina, the shivu'ah lo ba'ya Hashem. You don't need the name of Hashem to be considered a shivu'ah. Ela, Kevan she'amar shivu'ah, o shivuta. That's a kinuya of shivu'ah. Shivuta. She kinuya, shelo ochal kikar ze, asur leochlo. De matniti bechiagavna askina. I'm just talking about that case, by the way. Shivu'ah shelo ochal lechem. Shivuta shelo ochal lechem. We're not talking about anything more than that, and there's no name of Hashem mentioned. The ibish is kinit Hashem. Because if you think the Mishnah is talking about where you mentioned Hashem's name, my iriya mishum kinu shivua. What do you have to say the word kinu then? Hashem. <laughs> By mentioning Hashem's name, that's it. Once you mention Hashem's name, you don't even have to mention lashon shivua. You'll see it in a second. You just have to mention Hashem's name, and the item automatically comes. Asur, forget about kinuyim and all that. You don't need, you're overrunning the runway. You don't need shivu'ah, you don't need lashon kinui when you say Hashem's name. Ve'ara'ayah, midr perik in ma'amidim. Le'lohei Yisrael. Lo'amigalina, that's all you said. To God of Israel. You know, oh, by God. By God, I'm not going to uh, reveal this, or whatever it is, he says. That's it. I didn't say shivu'ah, he didn't say kinui. He just said, by God. Le'lohei Yisrael. So therefore, what do you see? 
Uchtamin Hatam. So there you go. So therefore, Al Mishnah that discussing Kinu Yeshivuah, Kishivuah must be not mentioning Hashem's name. Because once you mention Kinu Shivuah, that means you're saying the word Shivuah and you're saying the word Shivuta instead of Shivuah. Hold it. If you're saying Hashem's name, you don't need any word. You don't need not Shivuah. You don't need not. Shivuta. So that's where the line wants to bring it. Ayah, that Amishnah is not discussing it. Of course, if he said Hashem's name, it, it's over. That's it. That's considered enough. Ulkaman nami b'mechiltin. Amrinan mare kula lo ta'imna. What does he say? Mare kula. What is mare kula? God. Mare kula. They're the master of the universe. The master of all. The guy says mare kula lo ta'imna. I'm not eating anything. Well, that's enough. That, that's, you don't got to say Shavuah or Shavuta. Now, I'm going to underline that because I'd like to come back to that maybe a little later on if there's time because there's a tremendous Hadush in what Dan just said on that line. Ve'od, the leman de'amar kinuyim lashon shebaduhem la'achit tiknu kinuyim b'shavuah yechi de'lo lomar shavuah la'ashem. Exactly, which means the, the reason why Hakamim added uh, some kinuim, uh, and they added some extra words uh, for shivuah because they didn't want the person to say Hashem's name. So they gave them other options so they could not have to say Hashem's name. So you see, because if you said Hashem's name, uh, it's over. You don't. You don't even need any uh, any 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 anything more. Alma kosh kosh iskir shivuah o kinuyah afilu beloaz karat Hashem mahani because that was really the whole reason why they gave these kinuim. So you don't have to mention Hashem's name. So then, when you see that what that when you say shivuah shelo ochal lechem or shivuta shelo ochal lechem, it is enough. You don't need a shiv name. Veikal de ekshuye medamlinam a berik shivuat taedut. The shivuat taedut byashem. Oh, when you make a shivuat bedin, shivuat taedut, it needs to have a shem's name. Ochti alfinan hatam ele ele misota. Oh, we learned it from Sota that you need Hashem's name in the Shavuah. So what are you talking about? It's the Benutam. Ta'ani midi b'mushba mepi acherim. That's only talking about when somebody else is putting you under oath. When somebody else is putting you under oath, then you need to be nishba b'shem Hashem. But when you're doing it yourself, you don't. So you have to distinction. Tosfot say, hey, you're going to ask me, Sota needs Shavuah. They put her under oath, Hashem's name. But that's because the Kohen is being Mashbiyah the Sota. It's what I do. Yeah, because the judge is putting the guy under a Shavuah. Mashiach, when a guy does it himself, he doesn't need. That's Tosfot. Now, here's one of the beautiful languages of the Ran over here. Where he comes along and he's going to argue on Tosfot. But look how he argues with such beautiful language. V'timhani alav pekadosh ech amar davarze. He comes and says, Rebbe Nutam, who's pekadosh, he has a holy mouth. How could the holy mouth of Rebbe Nutam say such a thing? That what? That when you mushba mepi acherim, his question is going to be, is because really, why does the, how does the sota make the shivua? The Sotah makes the Shivu'ah by listening to the Kohen, and then she says, Amen. And we know that once you say Amen, it's like you're saying it yourself. So she's not Mushbam at the end of the day. By saying Amen, it's like she said it herself. 
And therefore, that's no, you, have no, you can't make that distinction anymore by saying she's Mushba Mepi Arim. She's not Mushba Mepi Arim. She's Mushba Mepi Asma. The Ha Aminam Besot Perik Shwach Time, but the Motzi Amen, a hard Shivuah. That if a person who says Amen after a Shivuah, can Motzi Shivuah Mepi Dame? It's like he's saying it himself. Guess what? They learned from Sotan Sabdikti. Amen. Amen. It's like she's doing it herself. If it's not going to consider that she's saying it, it's not even considered Mushbat Mepi Ahirim. It's nothing. If she's, you have to say that the Amen brings the Shivu'ah to her. If that's your proof from Sotar, the Ran says, then you should need Shem, by the way. Because that's considered Mushma Mepi Atzmo that needs Shem. I'm not too sure exactly what he's bringing from Sotar. Obviously, the Ran doesn't agree with this whole business because he said you don't need uh, 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 Shem. But if you're bringing me from Sotar, Tosfot, and your proof from Sotah is your Mushbam and Piyah I'm not too sure where you see in Sotah that it's Mushbam and Piyah In my opinion, if anything, Sotah would be Mushbam and Atzma. The Od, Ikshu Alav, the Atta Mashu, the Fidu, Mushbam and Piyah Lo Ba'ashem. Okay, and he goes through so, some questions over there. And then I'm just continuing down to get this point. And then he says at the end over here, um, could could be he agrees to that opinion as well, but his opinion is that in 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 in, in earnest that you don't need shem hashem when it comes to shivua to be considered deoraita, even if he's making the shivua uh, uh, There's no such thing apiachet in the case that he's bringing. That's really api apiachet. Well, there could be those are uh, those are separate cases. Those are separate cases of gizat kolov sota. That's it. You have to have uh, hashem's name. What is what? the shivua yachet? What, what would that? Except, but the kohen's must be the lady. No, but we end, right, he, yeah. the end, that's, that's, well, that's but a special. Betty, Betty's must be a guy in court. But, when, when, but he's making the shivua. That's the same as the, so that's saying amen. No. So what, what would be a typical case of shivua? He doesn't. He doesn't give me that case. I don't know that case. No. I don't care. He said the case, the case that the Torah says the Omer should be up if now it's more. He's saying Tosfot made that shivua. He's not making that shivua. Does Fort want to say there's a difference between he making or somebody else making? He's saying what's the difference? I, thought, a, that, I thought that the chiluk he was making was that Rabbi Notam was making was that a shivuah that I'm not going to eat something. It's a shivuah a person imposes on himself voluntarily, as opposed to Al-Idea like the sotah or someone's brought to court to swear. But you see, the Rans were answering different. They're not saying, but but they're not saying it's not that. Why can't you? Maybe you can. But the Ran's not learning like that. The Ran is saying that the Mushbama Harim is not Mushbama Harim. He's saying, Amen, Amen. It's like you did it yourself. 
She's just hearing what she has to say. I'm into. But once you say I'm into, she did it herself. I actually think that's the way they were explained at the beginning. But they, the, the, the Ron clear says, I don't even understand where he's coming right. from. And that's a very simple. Right. That's a very simple. Right. Chiluk, right. But he's. Right. I don't right. even know. That's because the Quran right. is learning it. Is that uh, uh, the, the Tosfots are the thing when they went to call hands imposing it? That's Aida Hayrim. Even though she's saying I'm in, uh, that's he 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 he, he initiated it. He didn't. He, she 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 didn't. Uh, she, she didn't, didn't initiate. She didn't say anything. And the Rad says she actually did say something by saying. I mean, it's like she said it herself. That, that's that's the way the Rad at least is understood so, to some point. One thing: the, the shivuot that we're saying in this context is is is, is a neder or it's a shivuah. It's a shivuah. There's a difference. So, the Gemara will point out the difference. But the Gemara, the, the question: what, what, what are we putting shivuah in the masechet nedarim? The Gemara will discuss that. What do you, what, what, what do you jump to shivuot? No, so I'm sorry, so if someone says a, a neder, the shon shivuah. We're going to talk about that too. I guess. Somebody goes. The guy says, yes. Oh, shivuah like this. Uh, Basically, the difference between Shavuah and Neder is Neder, you're setting the item on you. Shavuah, you're setting yourself to the item. That's the Gemara's Haluk. That's, that's, that's enough coming out to that. And therefore, can you use Lashon Neder for Shavuah or Lashon Shavuah for Neder? Mm-hmm. That, uh, we'll see. But that's what the Mishnah means. He's talking about when he says attaching a name, it's specifically to Shavuah, not Neder? Correct. He says Shavuah, Shavuah, right, right, different, different Kinuim of Shavuah. No, we, we discussed this if it's, if it's Hashem's name. Is that applied in Nedarim also? Or that's only Shavuah? No, that's a Shavuah. That's a Shavuah. Because Shavuah is. Uh, yeah, because it says or Shabbat Hashem or something like that. Yeah. And they, they learn, they learn special. Those that hold, you need to put a. And they say that you don't even need to do Lashon Shavuah. Leluhei Israel is enough. Okay, Rabbi So let's read the Mishnah again. Kol kenuye nedarim kenedarim v'haramim kaharamim u'shvot k'shvot v'nezirut kenzirut. Okay. Now that's uh, simple enough. A guy comes along and says, "Hadeni nazir." Well, Nazir is that any Nazir? I can't get better than that. But let's say he uses the Kinui of Nazir. What's the Kinui? So he says Nazik, uh, Paziyah. So he uses Kinuim. Had any Paziyah. Everybody know what a Paziyah is? It's a Kinui for Nazir. So that's it, it counts. Okay, now let's continue the Mishnah. Ha'omela Havero. Guy tells his friend, Mudrani Mimecha. Okay, some friend. He says, Mudrani Mimecha, basically, He's forbidding himself to have hana'ah from his friend. Mudrani mimcha. I am uh, mudar. I am uh, making a vow against you to, the, that I, that, that, to, to, to benefit from you. Or he says, Mufreshani mimcha. Where's Mufreshani? I'm removed from you. Miruhakani mimcha. I am distanced from you. That what? She'ani ochel lecha. She'ani to'em lecha. Meaning, I'm not going to eat from you. I'm not going to taste from you. These are all not kinuim anymore. These are already called a new level we went into. We went into the level now called yadot. Because this guy's not saying lashon isur over here. The guy just saying, I'm distanced from you. What is that? That's like, uh, you started, but you didn't, you didn't say the lashon isur or kunam or, or things like that. Well, what's the Mishnah say? Asur. That's it. It works. Says the Ran. Mefaresh begemara dahainu yadot. Okay, that's called the yad. Umefarashim named haki katani. Mudrani memecha shani ochelecha. That's the whole thing. Mudrani memecha. I am forbidding myself, or mudrani to you, not to eat. Umudrani memecha shani toem. Vechem mefurushani miruhakani. You're eating. The whole statement. Mufreshani shani ochel. Merhakani shani ochel. It's all one, one long statement. One interpretation is he didn't finish the statement by saying, even though according to the Ran, 
you don't have to really say a korban to be a neder. Therefore, he says, Inameh delo amar isura behedya. He didn't say, you know, alashon isur. He just said, I'm distanced from you. I'm, 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 I'm removed from you. So these are, uh, they sound like a neder. Uh, you're getting into neder, but you didn't get to the full language. That already is enough entry into the word in order to make it. And he says, stay tuned. Gemara's going to go into this as well. Now, there's a, a, a side point that Ran says at the end. When it says she'ani ochel, is it she'ani ochel or she'ani ochel? Is there a yud there or not? That's telling me in different gerasim, but it means the same thing. And basically, the guy's saying that I do not want to eat from you, I do not want to taste from you. So just on the bottom line, eat the garzi yaki below yud, eat the garzi she'ani beyud. And stay tuned on davdalid. We'll see uh, what that uh, means over here. So that that's the uh, last part of the mishnah. And then we read the last line. Uh, when the guy says those words, Rabbi Akiba was hochech, was uh, suspect uh, to be uh, to be mahmir, and we'll see exactly what that means. Hochech to be mahmir, and we'll see exactly why what that language is. That's coming up in the uh, Gemara. Okay, let's start the Gemara a more time. Gemara. Kol All right. That's the first line it doesn't go to the whole list. By us, we have kol nedurim kedarim, hadamim kedarim, nezirut kedarim. So why over here we list the whole, the whole, uh, uh, the whole kitchen sink, and over there in, in uh, Nazir, uh, we're talking about Nazir. So which means basically we're talking about nedarim over here. So talk about nedarim. What are you? What are you? What are you, what are you throwing them all in over here? Where in, 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 in Nazir you didn't. Ma'ishen agabin nedarim dekedarim lekulehu. And the Ran again says, "My shenag benedarim detani kulehu kolomar veilu b'maseket nazir lo tana ela kol kinui nezirut kenzirut." So I'm going to answer. Mishum the neder ushpua ketivi gabe hadade. So therefore, tane tarten. The neder and shvua travel together. Because they're written in the pasuk together, so therefore, if you're going to mention neder, you got to mention shivuah. So therefore, you can't ask me why we mention neder and shivuah because those are they're connected to each other, you know, uh, as as well. And uh, the Ran quotes the pasuk: "Nichtiv ki yidon neder laHashem oheshava shivuah." So that answers at least why you put neder and shivuah. Vechevan detani tarten. So then already tani lecholu. Once already you put two in, so that's it. You broke you broke already from neder because you put shivuah because you had to do that. So you know what? Finish the finish, finish the uh, finish the item. So the kabbalah says, wait, you did it very strange over here then because you said kinui, and then you went in, you went kinui nedarim kinedarim, then you went to haramim, and then you went into shivuot. Well, if you tell me that neder and shivuah travel together. So put nidui neder shivuah alamim. Veliti kinui shivuot batar nedarim. I mean, uh, yeah, right. Follow the mazor. The Gemara says 
שאיידי דתנא נדרים דמצר חפסה עליה, So that's why we put that in a separate category after we bunched Nedarim and Haramim together because they function similarly and then we put Shivuot because Shivuot functions differently where you're not sitting the item to you, you're sitting yourself that I am forbidden to eat the, the item. That's the, uh, that's the way it is over there. In the, we could read a little of this Ran over here. אכילת כיכר זה עליי. לאפוקי שבועה, what is שבועה? דאסר נפשי מנחפסה. כלומר, שאומר, שבועה שלא אוכל כיכר זה. פיי. And that's, uh, that's what we need for this, uh, for this, uh, for this run, at least over here. Now the Gemara asks, hey, now, I don't know if you paid attention to this Mishnah, but the Mishnah did not give us one example of a Kinui. I did, or the Ran did. Right? Kunan, Kunach, Kunas. The Mishnah actually gave us examples of Yadot. Now, hold it. Who mentioned Yadot? So the Mishnah, its construction is very, very odd. You start with the rule. And then the Mishnah gives examples. Uh, and there's a double question over here. Number one, you didn't mention Yadot in your opening statement. <laughs> and, 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 and by the way, and even if you did mention Yadot in your opening statement, we'll give you that. Let's say somehow you want to say there's a Yadot there, even though we, ne- we don't usually say Hasudim Mehsera on an opening statement. You know, the Tana doesn't usually you know, skip words in the beginning. But let's say we'll give you that they meant to say Yadot in the opening statement. You started with Kinuim. No example of Kinuim. <laughs> Even if you put Yadot in the beginning, it doesn't. Let me double question over here. First of all, you didn't put Yadot in the beginning. So therefore, when did you get to Yadot? And if you put Yadot in the beginning, but where's Kinuim? Oh, so the Gabbana says, Patah be Kinuim. Yeah? Kol Kinuyer Edeim. Umifaresh Yadot. What's the Yadot? Ha'omel ha'vero mudarin mecha. That's question number one. You start with Kinuim and no mention of Yadot, but the examples of the Mishnah that you give are Yadot. Vitu, and second of all, Yadot Inche. Exactly. You didn't even mention the word Yadot. Aidi Behon. Yadot Inche. Read the Rat. Patah be Kinuim. Vechude, Vitu Yadot. There's two questions, so he explains them. There's no question. Mishnah started with Kinuim. Right, and if you want to tell me that uh, your daughter also mentioned the Resha, uh, we, we don't usually say that when you start a 
you can't say the first word was missing in the Mishnah. I mean, you can't say that the Mishnah meant to say, Yadot, Kinuye Yadot, or Yadot, Vikinuye Nidarim. Mishnah is not going to start off missing a word. Usually, how Surah Mahsaraz are said in the middle of a statement, not in the beginning. She'en Adam Mahsar Berosh Devarat, Ella Bemsaan. Because maybe you could argue, no, no, no. The Mishnah meant the first word of the Mishnah is Yadot. Yadot? Yeah, how, how does that work? Yeah, the Mishnah is, well, we always say this, hundred times. Hasunem Mehsara. The Mishnah is missing a word. Yeah, but the Mishnah is not missing the first word. So they were, for sure, it started off with Kinuim. Don't tell me there's a word before Kinuim that I'm saying. Understand how he's learning? Mm-hmm. Don't tell me there's something before the word Kinuim and you're going to use your. You have to do license to tell me uh, you can do that. You can't do that. It says kinuim, and that's what the Mishnah is talking about. But Okay, but I'll give it to you. Even you're going to tell me that yadot is after somewhere. Okay, but you started with kinui, so give me the example of kinui. Even you want to tell me it's there. I'll, I'll give you somewhere. I don't know where it is, but it's there somewhere. But you started with Kinuim, for sure that's first. So if Kinuim is first, the example of the Mishnah should be what? Kinuim. Now, and then he says, and anyway, between me and you, Vitu Yadot Inchihu. It's not even there. So that what I gave you in, the, in my first question, <laughs> I'm being generous because it's not even there in the Mishnah. The Mishnah didn't even say, so all the more so. Shachan, Inchu means to forget. And what's the Gemara's answer to this? Let's read, let's read the, uh, the Gemara. The Gemara's answer is that actually, Ayri Behon. Really, the Mishnah is mentioning Yadot. Ayri Behon. I don't say it. Yeah. Hasurim Mehsra Vaki Katani. Kod Kinuyen Darim Kedarim. Vidot Nidarim Kedarim. Beautiful. So the Mishnah basically was missing a whole line. So the Mishnah should be read. Just there. Okay, but now we have another question. Only answered one question. All you did is you, you, you told me the Tana didn't forget it. Tana put it in. But since you mentioned Kinui first, seemingly you should give me the example of a Kinui first. Why did you say? Kinui Yadot, and then you give me the example of Yadot. Uh, how does that work? So the Torah says, "Vilifrosh Kinuim Beresha." To explain me Kinuim first, why? Because first come first serve. Kinuim came first in the Mishnah, so they will explain me Kinuim first. The Torah says, "No, that, that, that doesn't bother us too much." Ha'u de Salik Beresha. And listen, we mentioned the last thing we, we talked about. That's what we're going to analyze. Kinuin Darim. Yadot. Oh, you mentioned Yadot? That's it. Let's finish Yadot. Finish, finish it off. And by the way, it's not like we don't see that. We see that throughout the, throughout the Torah. Kiditnan. I give us examples. What's the example? Bame Madlikin. Tomorrow night. Ubame in Madlikin. What, do you, what can you use for, 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 for lighting on Friday night candles? And what can't you use? How does the Mishnah begin? And Madlikin. 
So you started with the second part of the Mishnah. Okay, we're going to start off. So you, 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 you're taking the item that you left off with. So you see we do that. Now, with what can you make Hatmana insulating on Shabbat? And with what can you not? And what does the Mishnah answer? You start off with the, the second item. What can a lady go out with on Shabbat, carrying, and what can a she not? And what is the Mishnah answer? So I gave you three, I gave you three examples where the Mishnah lists two items and starts to elaborate on the second item. So that Mishnah is not out of whack. Our Mishnah is actually in sync with all these Mishnayot. It starts with Kinu, he goes to Yadot and explains Yadot. Hey, by the way, our Mishnah doesn't say Yadot. I told you already. Oh, so the Gemara says, hold it, hold it. Oh, is that a rule now? Now, is that a rule now? That whenever you say two items, you're always going to elaborate on the second item and not the first item? I mean, so far, that's, that's what we've seen here. So is that a rule now? I'll show you so many Mishnayot that actually we mention a couple of items and we always go back to the first item. Vatinan. Mm. There are certain people that are nohel. Nohel means they inherit. A son inherits. And they can also bequeath. It's like a, a, there are certain people that can do both, by the way. They inherit and they bequeath. Like a, a son and a father. Both of them can go both ways. Father dies, he bequeaths. He gives the Yerusha uh, to the son. The son dies, it goes back to the father. So therefore it goes both ways. It goes both ways. No, I just said father and son. One father, one son. So therefore, that's a case of uh, I, don't, I don't care too much about this. But I'm just giving you the case. Certain people are nohel. They inherit, but they don't bequeath. Like a, uh, a, a, a son can inherit from his mother, but it's not going to bequeath to his mother. Ve'elu nohalin umanchidim. And the Muslim Mishnah then say, and these are the ones that are nohalin umanchidim. It goes back to the first. I, I thought you just told me all examples of one, two, and you elaborate on two. And then you come and show me now, by this case of uh, bequeathing and inheriting, you give me one, two, and you go and elaborate on one. Another example. This is we just learned in Yibamot. Yes, mutarot ba'lehen. There are certain uh, people that are permissible, ladies that are permissible to their husbands, uh, like let's say in almana to a kohen hediot, v'asurot liyibmehem, but will be forbidden to the yibama, to the yabam. Let's say the yabam is a kohen gadol. So that uh, that lady who's an almana would be forbidden to the yabam. Um, mutarot liyibmehem. You have other cases that permissible to the Let's say the Yabam is a Kohen Hediot, that are forbidden to the Baal. Let's say you have a Kohen Gadol that's engaged to an Almana. So that's a forbidden item over there. All right, because it's Hal, but it's forbidden. Because the Kohen Gadol cannot marry an Almana. And then he dies, but she would be permitted to the Yabam because the Yabam is a Kohen Hediot. That's a Mishnah over there. Now, the Mishnah then explains. 
the Mishnah goes back to the beginning. I'll give you a case where she's forbidden, she's permitted to the husband and forbidden to the Yabam. <coughs> Basically, one, two, and you're going back to elaborate on one. Yesh chemin ulbona. There's certain types of minahot, meal offerings that need oil and frankincense. Shemin velolibona. And some oil without frankincense. Then you go back to explain the ones that need oil and frankincense. Certain types of menachot, you need to bring it to the Mizbeach and hit the southeastern corner with it. And also need tenufa. Tenufa is uh, waving it. Now, certain need hagasha, but don't need tenufa. No waving. But some have tenufa, waving, velo, hagasha. Ve'elu tonot, hagasha. And then we go back to the beginning. And these are the ones that need hagasha. Yesh bechol de nachala. There's certain types of firstborns that are firstborns for Yerusha purposes. Ve'en bechol la kohen. But they're not considered bechol for a, uh, a kohen. So, and that, that would be the case like Tiran says over here, uh, on the bottom over here, or, or that she actually, let's see the cases over here. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So he says over here, hey. Yesh becho lenachala ve'en becho lekohen. Le'nyan pejona ben. And what is that case over there? So he says, kegon haba achar nefalim. Exactly. Let's say you have a firstborn that's born after miscarriages. So therefore, since he's born after miscarriages, he's not really considered a pejon that you need a pejona ben for a kohen. Doesn't the rabbi add, did you have any miscarriages before this over here? So therefore, it's not considered, but it's considered a firstborn for nahala. It's considered a firstborn for, 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 for getting double of the, of the portion. So that's what the Mishnah means when it says, yesh uh, bechol nahala ve'en bechor lekohen. And then you have another case, bechor lekohen, it can be a bechor for kohen ve'en bechor nahala. And that's the case called Mishayulu Banim Benasa Isha Shulayula Banim. You had children already. You had, you had a Bechor from a different wife. And now you married a different wife and she had a firstborn child. Now for her, it's a firstborn child that needs a Pidyon with a Kohen, but it's not a Bechor Nahala because they had children from somewhere else. And, and what does the Mishnah say over there? Then we go back to the first. So that's, the, uh, that's really the question that we have over here. And the Gemara answers, Halen, Mishum de'av shuleh, Mepharesh shahud de'patach beresha. I'll explain to you the way the Ran learns it. She has two explanations, but we'll explain the Ran. Over here, there's a lot of cases. Basically, the Gemara gave you the short version of this. There's four scenarios in each one of these cases. There's certain that are nohalin umanhilin. Some are nohel ve'eno manhil, manhil ve'eno nohel, and some don't none. So they have all these cases, basically have four options. Now, once you have four options, it's too much information, you better go back to one and go down the line. Because if you're going to start one, two, three, four, start explaining four, you might forget and get, get confused to go back. When you're dealing with two cases, mm-hmm. two cases, okay, finish. Go start with the second one. You're not going to get confused so much. But once you're giving me four different scenarios, A, B, C, D, then you go backwards. 
D C B A. It's getting complicated. I'm not going to. I'm not going to forget. I'm not going to remember. So therefore, Avshaf means there's a lot of information. They want you to follow one. But in 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 the Senate, so therefore, at this point, the Gemara is saying, really, the rule is we always going to go with the uh, with the second item, unless it's more than two yeah, items. Mishnah, it sounds like. Yeah, two items. And I'm I'm is talking about Shibu or Nedarim uh, and and, and Yadot. And the darim and yadot, can we in the darim and yadot? Can we the darim and yadot? And therefore, to, to a item, so they both go with, go, 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 go with yadot. I have no problem with that. Okay, we'll stop over here. I mean.